If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Hello and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe with me, your host, Mallory Donahue, and today's episode is pretty visual. Um... So if you are listening to this as a podcast, um, you might, I'll I'll do my best to describe things, but uh, it might be better to check this one out visually if you can. And uh, what we're doing this month is, and actually for the next like six to eight weeks, is we are um, going to be making leggings and exploring leggings and exploring like trying to really get into the nitty gritty of um, measuring, drafting, etc. And so we're going to be recapping our Made to Measure Leggings class. So if you have not signed up for the Made to Measure Leggings class, <laughs> oh, and hello to Megan and Amanda and Elaine, everyone who has joined. I, I saw Sandy and Shannon says she's feeding the baby. Thank you all for joining me this morning even though I was late. So if you have not taken our leggings class, we're going to be basing a lot of our hacks and whatnot on our made-to-measure leggings class. But if you have a leggings pattern that fits you, you don't necessarily have to take it, but it's it's awesome. So uh, <laughs> Lonnie says, hashtag crotch talk is the best talk. Hey, Kim, how you doing? Hey, Mom. So anyway, uh, if you're looking for these live broadcasts, after the fact, um, all the live broadcasts are hashtagged with a hashtag SSW Live, like self sewn wardrobe live, okay? And then I'm also going to be tagging all of these broadcasts with the M2M leggings uh, hashtag as well. So hopefully that helps people. And uh, for those of you who are our zigzag Patreon contributors, we are going to be having our first live broadcast for you all this afternoon. So lots of fun stuff going on. And then, yeah, um, the baby's still in there. Okay. (laughs) So I have my dry, my handy dandy dry erase board here. The last time I got out the dry erase board, the internet decided to be a total meanie and freeze up on me. So it looks like I can see my screen and everything and uh, see my drawing. So that's very good because I want to talk. (laughs) Kim says, any contractions yet? Yeah. (laughs) I've been having contractions since like Sunday. (laughs) Hey, Laura, I'm glad you got to join us. Um, Laura is in the UK. She said she's on Greenwich Mean Time. And I googled like what 9 a.m.? Our time is Greenwich Mean Time, and I got two different answers when I Googled it. So, Laura, I, I'm i sorry, but I'm glad you're joining us now. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been having contractions, but I think that the baby is going to wait until uh, after our... Um, our zigzag contributor live broadcast, okay, um, and uh, that's good. And then um, Kim, I've got baby Jerome's little hat and mittens packed in my hospital bag. So, okay, I've got the dry erase board. Why do I have the dry erase board? Um, one reason is that I think it was maybe Lindy yesterday. She said, "Hey, I have a big butt," or she said. 
any any consideration for a bubble butt? She used something like that. Where and here we are. We're talking about butts and crotches. That's that's everybody's favorite thing to do. Okay. Um, you know, she said, "Is there anything taken into account for that for the the leggings um, measuring and drafting?" Because she says, "You know, you don't take a." A hip measurement, you know, you don't take a butt measurement. We don't take that measurement in the class, okay? So, um, anyway, I just want to say that, yes, technically, we don't take, like, a butt measurement, a hip measurement. We do not, we do not measure, like, around your entire trunk at your widest part, which is a measurement that uh, a lot of pants patterns, you know, take into account, right? So we don't take that. We do take your thigh measurement. And I'm going to, I'm just going to draw kind of like the upper half of the leggings here. Okay. Um, and this is an approximation, but I'm going to draw this. And this is our waist and this is our thigh. And I, I, it's technically your half waist up there. Um, but anyway, this is about, oh, Hold on, let's do back and front. Okay, so this is um, just about what your leggings, the upper part of your leggings pattern is going to look like. It might look similar to some other patterns that you've bought in the past. But what I want to talk about here, oh, and I guess but probably your front would be lower than your back. But you'd, you'd get that, uh, that curve in there. But not everyone's front is lower than their back. Um, Kim was talking about how her front was like only just a little bit lower than her back. And we made leggings for Evie Hawkins when we were at our baby lock event. And her rises were the same. She didn't have a very like voluminous bottom, you know. So, you know, if you're somebody who comes into the group and says, I have a really flat butt or I have a bubble butt or blah, 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 blah. How is this taken care of? How do we account for big bums or small bums or whatever bum you got, the perfect bum uh, you may have, okay? So this rise measurement here, this vertical line that connects that waist to the thigh is what helps you account for your body volume, uh, whether it's in the front or the back, okay? It doesn't matter where it's located, when you take your rise measurements, we have you put something flat between your legs, like a yoga block or a book. This is in the videos in the Made to Measure Leggings class, which you can find at SewHere.com slash leggings. <laughs> so, um, when, you know, we, we do demonstrate this, but I just want you to, you know, rest assured, hey, when you drape that tape measure over your bum, we tell you to do it straight down the center, but don't like smash your tape measure into your butt crack or anything. Let it ride over, you know, the curve of your bottom. And that is what will take into account your however much or however little bottom you feel you have, okay? So that is what gives you, you know, there's not really a modification that needs to be done for that rise. Now, why does this work here? Why are we not being super precise about a crotch curve or something like that, you may ask? That's because we're making leggings. And we've told you to use fabric that has 50 to 75% stretch. That is very stretchy fabric, right? So 
We're not, um, <laughs> oh yeah, did somebody put up an angry emoji? Lonnie, I didn't see that. Um, so we're not, uh, we're, we're definitely, we're relying on the fabric to stretch, okay? But something that, from, from Kim's draft, she posted a picture of her draft and then Lonnie commented on it, okay? Um, Kim said, this, this looks very different from this, uh, pattern that I've purchased, and it was the peg legs from pa Patterns for Pirates, and actually, I think that might be a free pattern, um, but Lonnie said, I think that their pattern is lower rise, and I also think that they rely a lot upon the stretch, the north-south stretch of the fabric in order to accommodate that. So in a sense, what's unique about the leggings class and working from your measurements is that the leggings aren't going to have to overstretch onto your body. That's why when um, you make leggings out of French fry double brush poly, the French fries aren't going to look all stretched out over your butt and then look real small on your calf. Da 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 da. Okay. So keep that in mind as you go along. Um, as you're measuring, really try to trust the videos and just know that uh, the rise is what's going to account for either, you know, however much or however little butt you have, and also however much or however little pooch you have in front, belly, okay? I used the exact technique shown in the leggings class to draft my maternity leggings. So while I do plan on doing like a blog post about maternity leggings and how you measure for them, da 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 da, it's not actually that different. Okay, it's 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 not different at all. Um, <laughs> Debbie says my French fries look great. It works. Yes. So we don't want we don't want our um, our French fries real big around our thigh and our butt and then real small around our calf. And then so speaking of the calf and the um, the uh, knee area. Let's let's move on to that a little bit. Oh, but Kim just said, after wearing my made-to-measure leggings for a bit, I was so happy to find that the band didn't fold over or get tugged down. And now I realize or agree with Lonnie about the peg leg pattern. Yeah, so it's not that like, I'm, you know, I'm not like bashing the peg leg uh, pattern or anything like that. But when you buy a commercial pattern, they work on sizing charts I mean, what else are they going to do? You know, they, they got to do something. They got to point, they got to plot some points, you know, somewhere. But when you do, when you work from your measurements or you modify a pattern to work from your measurements, you're going to put the rise in the correct place. You're going to put it where you want it. That's, that's the correct place, okay? Um, so just keep that in mind. Okay, and then I want to talk about Lauren um, a little bit. And I haven't talked to her about <laughs> <laughs> about this in particular, but she was having a little bit of bagging in at her knees and she ended up curving her pattern piece. And so I want to talk about the measurement. We take a knee measurement in the made to measure leggings class. So I'm going to attempt to draw a couple of legs here. Give me a moment. Okay. Doot, doot. And then draw a little bit more generous thigh here. Okay. Lauren was complaining about um, a little bit of bagginess ab above her knees, and she made her first pair, noticed this bagginess, um, and 
she modified it. And I do want to highlight that your first pair of the made-to-measure leggings, they really are supposed to be like sort of a muslin or test pair. Uh, don't use your $45 yard spoon flower fabric on your first pair if you, you know, uh, I, I really wouldn't recommend it. Um, <laughs> so I uh, would recommend using some of like the double brush poly that we're sending out in the leggings kits, etc. So anyway, I want to talk a little bit about the knee measurement. And so here are two kind of differently sized legs. Oh, they look beautiful. Okay. What we want you to measure when you measure your knee is we want you to measure right above your knee at that smallest point where your thigh meets your knee. Okay. So I'm going to draw a little, little line here. Maybe make it a dashed line. Now I look like uh, this person has Frankenstein legs. Looks like they've got stitching. That's appropriate for our... Okay, so if you are concerned about your leggings fitting over... Um, a voluminous like upper leg area, uh, you feel like you've got bigger thighs, okay? Um, that's, don't worry about that because we take your thigh measurement at its largest point in the leggings class and we use that for drafting, okay? But then when you get down to your knee, to avoid that baggy knee, really tighten that tape measure right above your kneecap and try to get in that smallest part, okay? So if you have a big buildup of muscle, you know, fat, tissue, whatever, okay, um, uh, whatever is up there, Make sure to try and get at that smallest part because you'll avoid the bagginess, but then still have a legging that fits closely to your leg. Now, if you like the, you know, if you like that looser knee in there, that's not a problem, okay? Um, Kim says, so mark below the tape when wrapped around the knee. I don't know if I'd mark below the tape necessarily um, for your, your heights and everything, but what I want you to do is I want you to find that smallest part, and that's why I kind of exaggerated. This is a kneecap here. These are both kneecaps. Um, uh, that's why I exaggerated those knees a little bit. So everyone has a little bit of a different leg shape, but... Um, I think this will help. Sometimes I think what happens with the baggy knees is we choose a leggings pattern size that maybe fits around our hips and butt and whatnot. And then maybe down below uh, our knee and down below our thigh, our legs are actually going to a smaller size pattern um, just because of those standardized measurements. So anyway, um, that's what you do. If you were modifying a ready-to-wear, or excuse me, not a ready-to-wear, <laughs> if you were modifying like a manufactured pattern or something, but when we measure our knees and our leggings, really try to get to that smallest part. Mom is our model for the made-to-measure leggings. And she, uh, she does have like, you know, shapely legs, but she is kind of a, a, a skinny lady. Um, <laughs> so I think it's good to discuss a few different body types here. Um, you know, and I say body types in the fact that it's nice to talk about, hey, actually my legs or my butt looks like this. What do I do? I do want to talk about your natural waist real quick as well. This is something that is difficult for me to demonstrate at the moment because my natural waist is a little bit uh, distorted at the moment. <laughs> so here, let's just do a person. And this is going to be a little exaggerated. But 
I swear, I, I, I actually have drawn the figure quite a bit in my life, but, you know, it doesn't always translate. There we go. Your natural waste. <laughs> okay, your natural waste is really where, like, when we say waste measurement in the class and we tell you to take your rise measurements and all that, you are free to designate the waste wherever you wish for sure. I mean, you can, you know, if you're like, I love low-rise leggings, or me, I'm wearing a pair of leggings that goes up over my bust so it can go up over my belly. So everyone gets to choose where they want their waist. But for your first pair, it might be good to go with your natural waist. Your natural waist can be found, as Stephanie says, with the I'm a little teapot motion, okay? This is generally your smallest part. It may have nothing to do with where your belly button is, okay? A lot of people were talking about that, you know. So you could have your belly button down here. It might be at your waist. Who knows? Da-da-da-da-da. But when you bend over and you get that crease, that is where you should decide your natural waist is. It's kind of where that elastic will settle, okay? We tell you to use a piece of elastic in the class in order to define where that waist is. And that's what you should really do for your first pair, okay? <laughs> Mary says, I remember where my waist used to be. <laughs> yeah, it can change. Um, it can change with age and size and, um, you know, where, how much you ate that day, et cetera, et cetera. So do try and choose your natural waist for your first pair of leggings. I know that some people really hate that uh, position for a pair of pants. Like maybe they're like, oh, it's too high. I don't like it. Well, I am here to give you a little bit of tough love and say, go with that natural waist for your first pair as you measure yourself just do it. You can always cut down the waist. Altering your leggings is actually not that difficult, um, uh, especially since we are working with very stretchy fabric. And um, just keep that in mind as you're going along to try and choose that natural waist. And then I'm going to back up to kind of where we started off this broadcast for my well, this is a little bit more about drafting. Maybe I shouldn't go into this yet. This could be another. It's it's a little bit about the crotch curve, okay? Um so maybe I'll save that for something else. But um, what I do want to say is make sure that you are measuring yourself accurately um, with the made-to-measure leggings class and keep these tips in mind about giving yourself full credit for your rises. Um, if it looks if – if these are measurements you haven't taken before, you know, take your time. Know also that different courses – Different patterns, different instruction manuals are going to tell you that rise means different things, okay? Um, so, like, don't, you know, if, if you're like, oh, I thought rise was this because I read some other pants-making book or, or you know, someone else calls rise this or da-da-da-da-da-da-da, it's, it's not wrong. Like, we're not saying that we're the only people who 
know what rise is, but this is what rise is for these leggings, okay? So I do try and um, <laughs> sometimes people will comment on other people's questions with the made-to-measure leggings. Try to tag your question and say, I'm using the made-to-measure leggings class because it, the instructions can be a little, you know, quote, special. <laughs> and then talking about the crotch, I'll just talk. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt. It won't hurt to put the information out there again. Okay, bye. Let's pretend this is the waist. Okay, I'm going to call mom a... Uh, a skinny lady again. She doesn't have, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like very, quote, large thighs. And, you know, we talk large, small, blah, blah, blah. ZD and I have costumed a ton of people. Um, we've helped a ton of people sew clothes for themselves. These large and small terms, I try not to put too much of like a, a value judgment on it. But, I mean, I feel like when I look at ZD, I just see like she's sort of, you know, a slender build. Uh, and then I see her total rise depth that she has is six. And then, you know, I look at Lonnie and Lonnie has larger thighs than ZD does. And then she tells me her total rise depth is 10. It's like, yeah, your bodies are different. So anyway, <laughs> and that's a pretty big difference. So, um, anyway, don't worry. I don't know if anybody is getting like offended or worried about the, the terms large and small, Believe you me, we've seen it all. We've costumed people of every kind of um, weight and height and uh, body shape. So anyway, it's not really a big deal for us. Okay, crotch curve. ZD in the class has this pretty small total rise depth. And her thigh measurement, which is that bottom horizontal line there, it kind of lines up really nicely with the dressmaker's curve, okay? She lays the dressmaker's curve ruler onto her perpendicular lines here, okay? So she's got her back rise, that's BR, front rise. This is her half waist, and this is her thigh, and what happens is it's very simple for ZD to draw this curve. The ruler kind of just lays there for her, okay? I know that wasn't the most amazing curve. Hey, Rochelle, how you doing? And then the same thing for the back rise, okay? The, the dressmaker's curve really just, like, kind of fits there. But if you're someone who has a larger thigh and then that, like, smaller waist, so you've got that bigger total rise depth, okay? Um... What we've seen some people do is they try to fit the ruler between these two points here, okay? So these were ZD's two points that she needed, but if you are like Lonnie and you have that bigger total rise depth, your two points are farther away. You do not just want to lay that ruler down between these two points like that. Let me draw that line more boldly, okay? Really, almost everyone's crotch curve should look very similar, okay? 
It should not look like this front crotch curve that I've got here. If you think about this, if you've carefully measured your front rise, you've carefully measured your thigh and your waist and everything, and then you've got your perpendicular lines, and then you just try to like basically draw like a diagonal line between your waist and your thigh, you've completely negated all of that <laughs> measuring that you took. Okay, this line here is much shorter than what you would get from this perpendicular line. So what I'm saying is Zidi's crotch curve, while the thigh isn't as long as other people's thighs might be, your crotch curve should almost look very similar to Zidi's, except that your thigh um, line might move out more horizontally. So Kim said, and this is actually something that got brought up with Kim too, she said, I probably got a demerit because I used my flexible curve instead of my dressmaker's curve. No, not at all. Uh, the dressmaker's curve can be a very useful tool, but like Zidi says, you can freehand this too if you uh, feel confident um, in doing so. And then what Kim also did is she uh, she had um, made her curve, she negated all of this horizontal thigh line here. Okay, so her crotch curve looked a little bit like this. Okay, and I said, no, 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 tighten that curve to those perpendicular lines that you got and then leave yourself some flatness. So do not be afraid of vertical and horizontal flatness of your crotch curve. It's totally okay. It won't look quite like Zidi's draft because she doesn't have a big difference between her thigh and waist, and that's where this comes in. Now, I have written a blog post clarifying um, the crotch curve with exactly, um, <laughs> well, with much nicer graphics than this. Okay, so <laughs> if you're like, what the hell is Valerie talking about? Don't worry. There is a blog post, and um, we kept with our kept with our literary theme. A few of you may know that we used to have a class. Um, excuse me, we used to have a class at our store called Hemingway's, and so I was trying to come up with something, uh, clever for, um, for, uh, naming this blog post, and, uh, what I did was I said, for whom the crotch curves, instead of for whom the bell tolls, so Hemingway theme. So Jacqueline says, so how would a maternity crotch work? How would a maternity curve crotch work? So this, uh, Jacqueline, if you didn't see the beginning of the broadcast, all of the belly room is accounted for in your rise, okay? So my leggings have the same crotch curve. No, no real difference in the crotch curve, okay? But I'm trying to get the cap off this marker. <laughs> but my front rise ended up being just about the same as my back rise. And then my belly goes in here and stretches out the fabric. And I um, drafted these leggings that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> I drafted them when I was 17 weeks pregnant. And I am now 35 and four days. And they still fit. Now I used very stretchy fabric. Um, you know, the double brush poly that's getting sent out in your kits. So you will have that, okay? Um, but you don't have to really do, you don't have to do much extra to account for that maternity belly or that belly belly or 
um, you know, your your butt from squats or your butt that you got from, you know, your Aunt Jane, whatever. Uh, the, the measurements really do stay the same. So it's, uh, Jacqueline, if you're making leggings for yourself and you're pregnant or for someone else and they're pregnant, it's actually not that difficult. It's it's love it's great you know <laughs> when you drape that tape measure over uh, your over your stomach no matter if you're pregnant or not that's where you're giving yourself credit for your body shape okay so should be easy peasy lemon squeezy and I do I'm going to do a blog post on this even though uh, technically. The, the technique doesn't really vary from what's taught in the class. I totally understand the question, and I was worried about it too. Um, so uh, when when I was making these, I was like, oh, how is this going to work? Da, 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 da. And I made these out of the double brush poly, which is real stretchy and wonderful. I also made a pair out of scuba knit, okay? And scuba knit has, uh, the, or the scuba knit I used, it had very little vertical stretch, less than we recommend, okay? Uh, but I wanted to experiment with it. So I experiment with it, and I can still wear those leggings, but they won't go up over this bigger belly now, okay? They just don't have that vertical stretch, you know. Uh, so it's not like that they're bad or anything, but I, I've worn them to swim in and, and they're fine, but definitely my belly has grown a lot. <laughs> but if you want maternity leggings that are going to grow with you throughout your pregnancy, I'd recommend choosing a very stretchy fabric like the double brush poly um, in order to give them a lot of longevity, okay? But yeah, then then just jump into it and make yourself some leggings. You'll be very happy. One of the hacks that we're going to discuss first, and this will be in a couple weeks here after we discuss uh, drafting and everything, um, is the power mesh waistband hack. Now, <laughs> that maybe is one that I wouldn't recommend for pregnant people. You know, you're maybe, maybe you want it, maybe you don't. The power mesh waistband, though, gives you a waistband that is much more stable and less stretchy. Um, the, the power mesh stabilizes your knit and it uh, can give you a little bit of like a control top or um, just a smoothing action, which, you know, if you want your belly to be smoothed out while you're pregnant, eh, you know, <laughs> uh, it's it's not really going to happen. Now, I that being said, I cannot wait to have this baby and then be able to make myself a pair of leggings with the power mesh waistband because I really like that look. I like that treatment. I like putting those seams at the side so then um, you have that just that flatness sort of across the belly, which has always been, it's always a problem for me. I'm very self-conscious about my stomach uh, when I'm well, especially when I'm not pregnant. When I'm pregnant, I don't really feel self-conscious about my stomach. Um, <laughs> so, and then mom says, yeah, uh, power mesh waistband for postpartum. So maybe that could offer a little bit of like support because uh, we've talked about diastasis in this group before and things like that. Okay, so I think that's pretty much my um, my broadcast for today. And if you have not purchased the Made to Measure Leggings class, it's a grand time. A lot of people here have already purchased it. They've made leggings. Um, they'll be able to help you and answer questions. And then I love for different people to give me their input too because I can write some clarifying 
blog posts. We can add in any materials in the class if we need to. Um, kind of like we really that uh, crotch curve blog post has been a really great thing, you know, to have. So uh, keep that in mind. Um, for those of you who ordered leggings kits, I had to reorder uh, Double Brush Poly and Power Mesh. I had no idea that they would be so popular. And so on this reorder, what happened is um, uh, I have... Um, I've made it so that there are only six more kits available, okay, in the store, okay? In the, so so if you want a leggings kit, uh, you can go to sewhere.com slash leggings kit, and I discussed the leggings kit last, um, last week. I discussed it when I talked about um, uh, different materials that you could use for your leggings, and so it's three yards of black double-brushed poly, a yard and a half of um, one-inch cotton swimwear elastic. So that would be to make your kind of first pair, your muslin pair, your test pair, your fitting pair. And then you get a quarter-inch cotton swimwear elastic and a half yard of black power mesh. And that will go along with the rest of your leggings yardage in order to make the pair with the power mesh waistband, okay? So... Um, keep that in mind. Jill just asked uh, if the class is there forever, and all of you are answering yes, Jill. So once you purchase the class, you have it forever. You can always get the support that you need um, from us here in the group or by commenting on the modules in the course. And we're just taking this time to sort of, we like to, I guess, sort of decided that we sort of like to take a focus in the group a little bit. And you're welcome to make other things and share them. Of course, we love to see everything that everyone is making. But it's kind of nice to focus on something for a couple of months or for a month, um, etc. Ashley says, we can order Power Mesh from So Here, right? Almost. <laughs> I've got, uh, I need to put it on the website is what I need to do. So um, once it's there, I've got a 25-yard bolt coming in. And then I had to order more Double Brush Poly. So it will be coming in. We've got a bunch of boxes here waiting to go out and uh, everything. Things should be filled like by next week. So Megan asked about freight to Australia on the leggings kit. The deal with international freight is you're really better off. It's it's hard for me to tell you. Um, you're better off putting it in your cart and like going to check out because what I do is I put in the weight of the item and then like they calculate the shipping based on where you are. So it, it's I, I think that you can put it in your cart and go to checkout and see the shipping rate. I would imagine to Australia, it's going to be 20-ish dollars, maybe a little more, okay? Uh, but, you know, yeah, it's just a long way for it to go. <laughs> hey, Joanne. Okay, well, um, it's been lovely to talk to you all today about measuring for the made-to-measure leggings. Once again, all this information is in the class, uh, but it's kind of nice to talk about it in a little bit of a different context, you know, uh, and, and see how it works. Once again, there are only six leggings, leggings kits left. So if um, I just, especially with the baby coming, kind of had to cut it off. 
I didn't know how many we would sell at all. We've sold 20 so far, and I had to, like I said, I had to do some reordering, and so we're just going to cut off those leggings kits for the time being, and we may restock them later, uh, and we, of course, give you fabric recommendations in the class as well if you have fabric on hand that you can use, or if you want to purchase fabric uh, from somewhere, too, that can work, and yeah. It's been lovely to talk to you all today. Thank you all for asking about uh, the baby and for being so supportive. And then for those of you who are ZigZag members of our Patreon, you should have gotten an invitation to join the super special Facebook group where ZD and I will be doing a live broadcast later today. Okay, thank you for all the hearts, everyone, and I'll see you later. I'll see you tomorrow. Um if not this afternoon, and you all have a fabulous day. I hope you get something sewn today. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms, and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes.